Welcome to Why Two Kids. I'm Taylor. And I'm Patrick. And I'm really excited for today, Patrick, because we're talking about imaginary friends. Yes, Foster's home for imaginary friends. If Monsters, Inc. was the really pretty popular cheerleader in high school, Foster's home for imaginary friends is like her undesirable cousin who now tries to sell you soaps on Instagram. Okay. <laughs> you don't you don't agree? Um, I would go in a different direction. I I'd say that it was like her her like goth gamer cousin. <laughs> <laughs> like she she Twitch streams. I okay. don't think she sells soap. Okay. I think she she streams on I was going like MLM. No, I, I I highly disagree. I feel like Foster's the home isn't MLM. The, no, the cheerleader to MLM pipeline is real. Yeah. So I don't think the Foster's home to imaginary friends. No, pipeline but in this situation, like the cheerleader, she like she continued being a a well liked MLM girl. Like no, a lot of them no, 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 no. I mean, like she wouldn't like I don't know. She became like a cowboy's cheerleader or something. Okay. Uh, she doesn't live in Bethesda, Maryland. Okay. Okay. Uh, our activity today. Yes, we don't have a snack. Well, we do kind of have a snack. We have juice boxes. Patrick's giving you some horrible, horrible ASMR. I'm so sorry. Some juice boxes because Taylor um, wouldn't let me go complete without a snack. And, uh, no, I look forward to our snacks. Because we're five anything. years old, we always have juice boxes in the house. <laughs> I had to buy them in bulk for an event um, like a couple months ago, and I brought home like an extra 100, and we will be drinking them forever. Yep, that's juice. Mm-hmm. I feel like juice is juicier now than it used to be. I don't know where uh, you live if you're listening to this, but we are in Maryland, and there is the most insane <laughs> heat wave of all time. It yes. is brutal out here, as Olivia Rodrigo would say. It's like an international heat wave. Yeah, so. international heat. Like, so you probably are experiencing it as well. Um, I can say that I recommend uh, sipping on a cold apple juice because <laughs> it is... Cracking open a cold one. Yeah, cracking open a cold one. I think it is pretty, pretty refreshing, if I do say so myself. So this week we have an activity, not um, not a full snack, because we were recently at the American Visionary Art Museum, Museum oh. of Art. I can't figure American out. I don't remember. I think it's A-B-M-A. Oh, I thought it was A-B-A-M. Is Hold it? Hold on. Let me look it up, because I, I want to give credit where credit I'm is due. I'm talking It's the American Visionary, Visionary Art, Art Museum. A-B-A-M. <laughs> and um, we were in their gift shop, and their gift shop is like a... Very quirky. It's like, like a curated thrift store almost. Yeah. Um, and it just has everything. It's not just like things that you would get in a museum, but I mean it's there's... like nickel candies and Elvis records. And, and framed pictures of local drag queen icons. Yeah. Like everything that you could possibly imagine. And Patrick said while we were there, he was like, I need you to go away. I'm buying this for you. And I was like, ooh, like, is this something for me special? But then as I looked around my surroundings, I went, mm, this is probably something for Y2Kids. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so not only do they have all those things, they also have Foster's Home for Imaginary <gasps> Friends coloring books. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Is, did, what came first, the chicken or the egg? The coloring book the, in your choice? The coloring book. Okay. Oh. I don't know if I would have even remembered this show had it not been for the coloring book. Oh, really? Book. No, it's, I it's mean, pretty in the I forefront mean, of my I, mind. It just, it would not have been, uh, you know, like my fifth pick on the show, I don't think, but. Wow. Um, so pick out a page. I also okay. uh, bought some crayons. Aw, this is so fun. And we're going to color. Okay, hold on. Let me, let me go through. I'm going to give you kind of an idea of what... I'm looking at here. We have, of course, the iconic Mac and Blue. 
There are some puzzles in here. What the heck Frankie happened here? Frankie and Blue and Cheese. Uh, oh, they, some of them melted inside uh, of the car. Uh, <gasps> no. Oh. No. Is this pack safe? This pack is safe. Are you sure? I, I feel separate. They're not ideal. They're, they're deformed, but... They're there. Um, oh, shit. Some dude. word <gasps> scramble. <laughs> Damn. These are fat melted, yo. They are legit melted. It's um, really hot, like you know we what? said. It's okay. I have... Where are they? Um, it, Down there on the bottom of our bookshelf, I think I have some, some colored pencils. They're really bougie and we're, we're, we're for costume design, not for... Monsters Home for Imaginary Friends coloring books, but you know what? What'd you call it? Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. You called it Monsters Home. I don't think so. Maybe okay. I just don't speak well. Yeah. Although with this heat wave, who knows, maybe those are also... Um... A lot of this centers around cheese. Well, this is paint. Yeah, it's the, they're called Prism, or like Prisma. You gotta go find them. Okay. So, Hold, please. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll explain. So I was trying to, like, you know, surprise, and I bought these crayons, and I just left them in the car because I didn't want them to be, you know, discovered, you know? Um, hid them in the trunk of the car. Some of them are okay. I think we'll get, we, we got what we need. I haven't seen them. No, we, we got, most of the colors are fine in this one box. This, this other box is just completely gone. I mean, to describe it for you folks, it's like, there's this giant just like melt at the bottom. I'll take a picture of it and I'll post it on Instagram or something. Twitter. We got what we need. Okay. I'm going to pick a page because you're too slow. <laughs> I just wanted to know all my options going into this. All right. Yeah, this is definitely like a cheese book. It's called Mac Daddy. Yeah. Um, which cheese, we'll get into this a little bit later, but cheese was not even in. I think I want the first page. The very first page. This one. Oh, I was going to choose one with between the two of them. Oh. We'll both do it. No, I don't want to share. No, I mean, like, we'll both do one that has the two okay. of them on it. We'll Alright, so there. mine has, and yeah, we will post these on Twitter. Mine has Mac and Blue. I almost said Mac and Bob. Which is a restaurant, <laughs> restaurant in Patrick's hometown. Um, if you know, you know. If you don't, you don't. So, okay. This is really exciting. I love coloring. Um, big coloring gal myself. Um, big reason why I decided to teach kindergarten. I just got to color with them all day. That was fun. Um. But then I decided that coloring was not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. I'll give you a little backstory. I said last week on the show that I wanted to specifically watch the like opening episodes. Yeah. Because I remember like the marketing campaign for this show. Yeah. Do you remember that? Um, not clearly not as vividly as you as you remember. I don't feel like it's that clear in my mind. Yeah, like I remember like, oh, this new show is coming. I I was doing research on it and I, I learned that it was um, from the same creator of the Powerpuff Girls. Ooh, love so, the Powerpuff Girls. So I Girls. wonder if that was like a part of the marketing. Um, and like, yeah, I remember like, oh shit, like, I, I have no idea what the day was, but uh, Tuesday, August 19th, like, I gotta be 
in front of the TV at 8 o'clock or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and it was a big deal. Clearly, the, the, opening, the opener... It's this three-part episode. Do you know if they aired it, like, on the same day? Like, was it... I should have looked into it, but I didn't. Um, okay. I feel like they might have. Like, I, I remember it being a big deal. Like, for real, a big yeah. deal. Um, and remind me what year this came out. Oh, four? Okay, so which made us how old? Like, seven? seven? Okay. I don't know why, but I have distinct memories... Of people that I went to middle school with really loving this show. But I think... Ironically. Those, yeah. I think that they were more like... They liked... the same. They were the same people who were like into anime and like unironically still watched cartoons. I at remember an age in that middle like, school, like... That was when Total Drama Island came on. So I... And that I, was like everyone was still watching cartoons because they were still watching Total Drama Island. Okay. So I never watched Total Dra Drama Island... But I had a lot of friends who did, and it's actually something that I wanted to, like, watch for the very first time as an adult. People love this show, like, still. It, it is very well-loved, especially within kind of the Y2K community. Foster's um, Home? No, Total Drama Island. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I've never seen it, so it would not be appropriate I for I watched it, show. like, semi-recently, and it totally holds up. Yeah, really? You never watched it? No, never. You were a Survivor kid? A big Survivor then kid. Then you would have loved this show. I know. Um, I had friends who watched it, so I feel like I kind of knew what was up, um, but I, yeah, I never, I never watched it. Interesting. So, it's not, like, an appropriate pick for this show, because it wouldn't be nostalgic to me in the sense that, like, I never watched it, but I, I am very familiar with it, and it's something that I really, really want to, um, revisit as an adult, so maybe we will. Um, do you have, like, memories of Foster's Home? I do. I have... The memory of, like, wanting to love it. Um, and I think I mentioned this kind of on last week's episode when we introed this. But I just kind of always, like, it was never going to be my pick for the time that it was on. You know, like, there were just other things on that I liked more. But I remember, like, so many of my friends loving this show. And I really, really wanted to love it. But I always, I don't know why this is. But I always just kind of felt like a fake fan, like, every time I watched it. Like, I wasn't a true Foster's Home kid. Um, so then and, you were a fake fan. Yeah. So, I, but I, I remember being, like, aware of the fact that I was a fake fan. Um, and just knowing that it was, this show was not mine. Like, it, it belonged to other people and not me. I don't know why it... it, it I felt it, that way with Danny Phantom. Mm, I always, I, I was Danny always Phantom. like, I'm a little boy, I should like Danny Phantom. But I just did it. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. I'm assuming... Oh. Wow, you're so much farther ahead in your in your thing than me. Probably because you're taking way less time coloring it. Um, anyways, yeah. So I, I always wanted to really love the show. And it just never, like, clicked for me. But I did always love the monsters. I always... I remember... They're not monsters. Oh, sorry. The, the imaginary friends. Um, I remember thinking as a kid that it was a very, like, visually appealing show, and I really loved the, like, design of all of the characters, um, which is funny because our, you said, um, earlier that they creep you out. They creep um, me out now. And I, I always thought that as a kid that they were just, like, like really well-designed and diverse, like, it wasn't just, like, a bunch of different colored blobs, like, blue, like, they were all wildly different with their own wildly different backstories, and I always thought that that was really cool. Um, gosh, this brown is really messed up. 
Um, yeah, maybe, they're, they're like crooks. Yeah, maybe maybe this is appropriate for this episode. Oh, true, they're all distorted and shit. Yeah. Um, anywho, um, so, oh gosh, this is really messing up my, my picture. Um, anyways, so, yeah, I did, I cannot say that I was a person who watched this a ton, but I did watch it enough, um... To where, like, I, I remembered everyone. It did feel nostalgic to me. I vividly remember it being, you know, like, on the TV and seeing it as an option. And it was always a show that I, like, turned on for five minutes and then turned off. But I don't really have memories as to, like, why I made that choice. But I think I kind of figured it out watching it this time, Wow, maybe. it is, like, frantic. Yes. It's just nonstop. And it it's is. very colorful and... They all have these crazy personalities, and it, it's very, you know, like... Um, overstimulating. Yes, that's, I think, I, I couldn't think of the term. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly how it feels. It is, it is very overstimulating, which I think is like, thinking about, you know who was a huge fan of this show? And I, I don't want to like, generalize, but I had a friend growing up, um, and she had a younger brother who had like, very severe, diagnosed... ADD and ADHD. Yeah, yeah, maybe we and should not loved, get into this. <laughs> and he loved this show. And um, as someone... The point is, he didn't have to do anything else while he watched this show. Yeah. And, um, there are no fidget spinners during Flash's own No. Um, and, but, and also, those weren't really a thing well, then, yeah. anyways. But, um, but yeah, so, like, I... It is very overstimulating. Like, there's a lot going on, but I was kind of into it. I don't know. I kind of liked the momentum, but I do think it's fatiguing after a while. Yeah, so I, like like I said, I, I vividly remember, like, the, the campaigns. Like, I remember the billboards. I remember it coming. I do kind of remember billboards now that you mention it. And I remember being, like... Um, I remember when those were a thing for, like, TV shows. I mean, we still see them. We saw them all the time for... What was that Lizzo show? Do It For The Girls. Do It For The Girls. We see billboards all the time or saw billboards all the time. Uh, where we live for that show. Um, and I don't re really remember much else, and I think that's because I remember the ad campaign, I remember watching the premiere, and then I didn't really watch it anymore. Yeah. I didn't, I mean, I probably, you know, if it was on, I probably, Well, I forgot about know, the but... cheese guy, so you must have watched more okay, than I so did. Okay, so cheese, here's my cheese story. Okay. Here's my cheese story. Driving down the street, I'm in the back seat, my stepmother is driving, her sister's in the front seat, there's a billboard of cheese, mm -hmm. and all it says is, I pooted, <laughs> which was his big catchphrase. Okay. Right. We, we watched the, the sort of premiere arc, and then we just watched some cheese clips online, because I guess... When does cheese come in? You know? I guess it just doesn't come until later, and I, yeah. so maybe, maybe that's what I'm remembering. Maybe I remember, like, the cheese campaign. I don't know, but... Maybe. Um... And so, Why were there so many campaigns for this so kid show? It's just a, just a picture of cheese, and it says, I pooted. And from the back seat, I said, I pooted. Because I read the billboard. Yeah. And then I got... Um, Ew, Patrick, say excuse me. Yeah, you nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't get the joke. No, and then I pointed the billboard, and then we all had a big laugh. But that's really all I remember about Cheese. And it turns out he's so much more annoying than that. Yeah. Like, holy cow is he annoying. Holy cow is he annoying. I yeah. remember, like, you know, 
My name's Cheese. You're Did Mac. We're Mac and Cheese. He reminds me so much of Salad Fingers, who Patrick doesn't remember. I don't know what the hell you're talking you about. You are so lucky. I actually thought about doing this and going to the, the Y2 Kids jury of deciding whether or not it, it it's available and doing, like, an internet episode where I pick, like, five Y2 Kid things off the internet. And, what, and Salad Fingers would be one of them. I can't believe you don't know what it is. Like Old Greg? Yes, that would be on there as well. Um, <laughs> absolutely, that was my second choice, actually, that I was thinking of. But no, Salad Fingers, he was so scary. He horrified me as a child. I mean, absolutely horrified me. It's just, like, poorly drawn cartoon, and he... He has, like, lettuce hands. He has salad fingers. He has salad fingers, obviously. And he goes, like, and he collects rusty spoons. And he goes, I like rusty spoons. Jesus and then, Christ. like, rubs them. And, like, the sa- Oh, gosh. It's like nails on a chalkboard. And it creeped me out as a kid. But a lot of my, like, older, cooler friends were into him. So I, like, forced myself to watch it. It was a YouTube series. And I think it, like, went on for a very long time. Or at least, like continues to come back sometimes. Like Fred? Oh my god. I had a Fred shirt. I was such a Fred <laughs> girl. I, that, that is my, um, what is, what is Darkest the Darkest timeline. That is my, like, secret that I will die with, except not now, but yeah, I was a Fred girl. I watched the premiere of both movies, maybe not both, no, I think both. And I had a Fred shirt. It was light blue. And it said Fred in his signature font in the way that he wrote it with his face on it. God, it's so humiliating to think now. My mom is probably watching this going, thank God she grew out of that. Did you have any Foster's Home shit? I did not. No, me I, neither, I, I don't think. I can just say I, I, I did not. But I feel... I feel like I remember people having merch in middle school. I don't know why this is, like, coming to my mind. I think it just came back at your middle school. Yeah. I'm not going to get into it, but I had a very interesting middle school. Very ill. Uh, uh, lots of 12-year-olds that thought that, like, that didn't understand irony, I think, at your middle school. I think there were a lot of 12-year-olds that didn't understand. Never mind. Yeah, anything. I'm, I'm gonna... Boundaries. <laughs> Boundaries, yeah. I was gonna say another term that... But I don't wanna upset anybody or trigger anybody, so... Alright, I'm um, done. Yours is a lot softer than mine, which is why you're finished sooner. But it's also, like, it's more how you would do it as a kid. Oh, okay. Yours is, like, legit... Holy shit! I would do... I haven't even looked at your shit. This <laughs> is, like, so well shaded and shit. Because that's how I drew as a kid. I always took coloring really seriously. No, this is exactly... Like, I did it exactly... He wears gray pants. Are you sure? So, so they're not, but we don't have that color. What color are they? Um, they're, like... They're, like, khaki? Olive-y. Um, yeah, so I... I hate to say it. I didn't really enjoy watching this. In fact... A three-part series opener. I had to beg Taylor to stop after two episodes. So I wanted could, to keep going. I we could just watch it. the cheese clip. We can't stop watching Whose Line Is It Anyway? Yeah, we 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 fumbled the bag <laughs> early on by having Whose Line Is It Anyways because instead of doing our work, we just really want to continue revisiting that. There's so much and I have to do so today, good. and I've done nothing but watch Whose Line Is It Anyway and Foster's Home for Imaginary we Friends. We went grocery shopping. We, we did a huge... Trader Joe's haul. We did. That was so fun. Sure. Um, I love going through yeah. Trader Joe's. Oh, <coughs> excuse me. I am partially need to get to my apple juice. Um, oh, yes. 
yeah, it's just, it's, I think... I feel like, hold on, I feel like one of those guys on TikTok who, like, matches the color per- perfectly, except I'm <laughs> the trying... Paint people. The paint people. Except I'm trying to do it with crayons, and it's not really working. It didn't turn out like I wanted it to. Um, yeah, this show, I think, is just a lot more palatable when you are a little kid. Yeah, and you have, like, pent-up energy. Mm-hmm. We don't have enough energy to even sustain our daily lives. <laughs> So, having extra energy. We have slept... Okay, I, I would just like to say, we have slept so much this weekend. We have slept more this weekend than we have in so long. We've been sleeping and watching Whose Lines It Anyway. We should be so well-rested. And we never are. Is that what... That's I what happens that's, when you're in your 20s, yeah, I, I think. Yeah, I think that's like adulthood. Uh, Patrick and I are rapidly approaching <clears throat> 25... Uh, 25... <clears throat> I have, and, like, a month left. Whew, it's scary. The quarter-life crisis. It, yeah, the quarter-life crisis is very real for me. Are you going to use apricot on his skin? <laughs> I mean, I actually, I left it at, I donated it to um, someone else, like, whoever takes over my class next year. Um, but I had, like, a, a great set of different skin tones, but... You know, like in the early 2000s, um, let's go <laughs> when you have, with, a, when you when have, you have an apricot shade. 24 Crayola crayons. Yeah, we'll go with the apricot shade. Okay. Um, did you have an imaginary friend? Yes. Okay. I am th- I'm putting down the crayon to talk about this, this story. <laughs> let, me, let me take a sip of apple juice myself. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> I did have an imaginary friend. I, my earliest memory of an imaginary friend was a Pegasus. I can't remember if it was like my cousin's imaginary friend and I thought that that was really cool. And you adopted him from... Yeah. Or if it was like just my early iteration of an imaginary friend. But the Pegasus is not important because I went on to have a legit imaginary friend that it was like a genuinely huge part of my life in elementary school. It was a pug, and its name was Pepper. And I was obsessed with this thing. And my childhood friend, who I went to school with, also had a pug. And I can't remember that one's name. I think it also started with a P or something. And every day during, like, gym class, and, like, if we would see each other in the hallway, our pugs would play together. And, like, Pepper was real to me. Like, what was what's that TikTok? It's like, it was real to me. But, like, Pepper was real to me. Like, it was so real to me. And um, I loved, I can't even remember if it was a boy or a girl. I think it was a girl. I loved her. I loved them. And, um, yeah, I just can't overemphasize. Like, it it was legit to me. I can't remember how much of Pepper existed kind of in my home life. But at school, like, it was Pepper. It was my time with Pepper, and it was time for Pepper to play with other her, her other pug friend. Did you have like a like that Wii game? Not Wii game. Um, uh, Nintendo DS game that everybody had. I think it was the called Dogs. Nintendo Dogs. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I was obsessed. Yeah. It seems like there was like a. You were a, asking someone who's still at twenty four years old play Sims. I'm just saying. Yeah, <laughs> I had the dog game. Yeah, I had imaginary friends. Clearly, something <laughs> up here likes to create scenarios yeah, and people think, instead of make friends. I think that there's like a like an imaginary friend to Nintendo. To Nintendo's pipeline. <laughs> I yeah, I can't confirm nor deny, but the evidence is there. I never had a DS. 
Ugh, loser. I was rocking the Game Boy Advance. Yeah. Poor. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I had a Nintendo or a DS Lite and it was pink and I actually have a fun story about this um so I I got it in I think fifth grade and <laughs> just to continue this conversation of imaginary friends and embarrassing I believed in Santa Claus for a long time like a very long time I was an only child I didn't really have anyone to spoil it to me my parents did a very amazing job at really going the length like they put baby carrots on my on my um roof and my dad would like half eat them like they really went all out every year I had no reason not to believe that Santa was real and I remember that my I think it was fifth grade um I wanted a DS but I didn't really, like, I didn't put it on my Christmas list or anything. I just told my mom that I wanted a DS. And I don't, I don't think I made, like, a huge deal about it. I didn't make enough of a deal to where I expected it to be under the tree. Especially because around that time, I got really into, like, buying things myself. Like, I got really into, like, doing odd jobs. I bought a PS2 myself. I started buying my Barbies for myself. Like, I started really taking, like, electronics and stuff seriously because my mom was like, you know, like you need to take care of these things, like, you'll take care of them more if you save for them. And so, I think a DS maybe in my mind was, like, something that I would eventually buy myself. But, needless to say, I had started... She's still not coloring, by the way. No, I'm, I'm very into this. Um, I, I started doubting. I started having doubts about the old Santa Claus. And I think, I don't know if I expressed this, like, verbally to my mom... But she caught the drift that maybe I was getting getting a little doubtful. And so my mom, being the wonderful, elaborate mom that she was or is, um, she bought me a Nintendo DS, didn't even wrap it, just like left it next to the chimney. And inside of it, I think, she'll have to verify the story, but inside of it she put like, like, created by elf number 4175 and it was like signed off by Santa or something and she also like decorated the tree that year like after I think like after I went to bed she like added extra things to the tree and I was like oh he's real he is real and I I would go I remember like that was the time that I started like going to bat for Santa like, people would be like, he's not real. And I'd be like, oh, really? <laughs> I have proof. Uh, and then I, I don't think that my, my belief in Santa lasted too much longer. But that was, like, so special to me. And, um, yeah, shout out to my mom for doing that. Yeah, I found the closet. I found oh. the Santa closet. I never, see, I never did. It was did. a year, it was a year. But I think your mom also buys things, like, in advance. And so there always was a closet, No, 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 like this was me. a week, a couple days before. Oh. Yeah, so we always did Christmas at my grandmother's. Mm. And I think, you know, partially because my grandmother could, like, hide stuff out, you know. Yeah. Um, uh, and... I'm back to coloring, by the way. Yeah, now that I'm talking, she's not listening. Um, <laughs> and there was, like, a year where everybody got sick. Like, everybody got, like, the flu or something, like, a couple days before Christmas. And my aunt, um, you know, sort of co-opted me into, because I wasn't sick and she wasn't sick. Mm -hmm. It was, like, our job to, like, clean up and, like, prepare for Christmas in, in anticipation of everybody being better by the 25th, right? Um, and then, yeah, in the vacuum closet, there it was. And, I, I like, I saw some of these things and I was like, oh, this is cool. And I, like, I thought maybe it was just, like, um, like presents from 
like my grandmother well, to yeah. me. So I, and I, then a couple of days later, they were from Santa, and I was like, oh, well, okay. there you go. But I was also like, I was old. Like, I was not. Like, How old it, were you then? I mean, it was probably nine, ten. Like, it had run its course. So, like, what, third, fourth grade? Uh, yeah, fourth. Okay. Fourth. I think fourth is about when I started doubting and then maybe, I got an extra leg in fifth. Maybe. You know, it's got to be fourth. It's fourth. Okay. Because I remember in fifth grade, <laughs> I remember in fifth grade, I dressed up for Halloween. Yeah. And I was like, nah, like I'm kind of, mm. I'm over the dressing up. No. Like I'm over the girls that lasted thing. a lot longer. Yeah, it was fifth grade. I was like, I'm, like I had fun, but I was kind of like, this is the last one. Yeah. Um, oh, I was going to, I was going to say something. Um. Oh, I was going to say, so for me growing up, my mom always gave me gifts like from her and my dad and my grandma or whatever and Santa. I know there are some kids that only get gifts from Santa. I was absolutely not under that. No, so I got gifts from everybody. Yeah. But also with my Santa, what my mother did is she had someone. um, My mom still writes Santa on some of them, Who she worked with. Um, sign a bunch of the cards and stuff so there's a different handwriting and it would be from Santa from Frosty from Rudolph from Crystal from the Grinch you know like they all gave me presents oh that's cute no mine was just Santa I think my mom still but I don't think she ever tried except for 4,170 yeah yeah he was just for me and um I don't I don't think my mom ever changed the handwriting so maybe I should have picked up on it yeah I mean it's possible it's possible. <laughs> or maybe they just did a lot to make me believe otherwise. So Maybe, maybe. I mean, did you have carrots half bitten on the roof? Why are we talking about this? <laughs> I think to just go to... So Foster's <laughs> home for imaginary friends. I okay. think because we don't have a lot to say. This has kind of become our MO. Like No, we, I think I have I have a decent amount to say. No, I'm just for the for the show. I mean like we, we watch it and then we end up talking about something else. Yeah. And then we go, by the way. How many episodes of the Vince Vonathon? Have we talked about Elvis for more or than 50% of the episode? <laughs> um, ever since Elvis came out, all of them. Yeah. Yeah, so I, however many, I don't. that might be less than 50% percentage-wise because, you know, Elvis hasn't been out that long, but yes, um, every <laughs> single one since then. <laughs> and we got an early screening, so that's a yeah. lot. I mean, that was a lot. Um, anywho. So, yeah, I... So, I... I did actually really enjoy this show. I thought it was cute. I don't think it's a show that I would, like, go back and revisit. Like, Patrick was like, do you want to finish this storyline? And I was like, yeah, kind of. And he was like, all right, do it on your own time. And I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to do that. (laughs) I'm not going to do that. But, yeah, I did enjoy it. I thought it was cute. Like I said, I'm still really, like, in awe of the world building that took place. It seems like a, a show that they took very seriously, um, to put out in front of a bunch of children. Like, there are a lot of shows that I think are not that. Um, there was also definitely, I don't know why I thought this would come unscathed, but there were a lot of kind of, like, the more adult things, especially in the, the TV channels. Yeah. They, like, allude to Blue, um, uh, stumbling upon... Skinamax or something. Yeah, P-O-R-N. And, um, yeah, it's, didn't expect that, but, um... I'm impressed by the fact that they had, like, like an overarching plot like yes each episode led into the next episode like obviously we watched a three episode series but like there was like clearly yeah you know like an ongoing storyline yeah and so many kids shows they're just little snippets yeah 10 15 minute segments you know absolutely and like i said i think that goes into the 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 point of like they clearly 
put a lot of, they clearly had a lot of pride in this show and they took it really seriously and um, I think that's just something that you know I, I can't really speak on kids shows today but maybe that we lost a little bit along the way I think of like Cocomelon and and Bluey and stuff like that and I've never you know, watched these things um, like Cocomelon is like notorious for being obviously that is like baby baby show but like um, it's in, notorious for just being like absolute garbage babble like not anything substantial at all um, so you know, I think that there were people out there that took um, creating shows for us really seriously, and I'm really, like, grateful for that. And um, this was definitely a show that I remember being like, clearly this is really good. I, I, I must be wrong for missing it, you know. But, yeah, I enjoyed it. And I love this coloring book. I'm so happy that you got this. I, did, I will say, when you said that we were going to do... Um, Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends, this last episode, I thought to myself, like, why did he pick that? Like, I just felt like it came kind of out of the blue, uh, brumch. And, oh, um, it, yeah, I kind of... We should have eaten some mac and cheese. That should have oh been this thing. Oh my god, chocolate milk. Yeah. I like chocolate milk. Oh, you gotta do an impression. Uh, I don't have one. <laughs> you would have to. Um, I don't know. <laughs> the little girl. Yeah, the little girl that's trying to pick. <laughs> it's just like your stereotypical like little girl cartoon voice. Yeah, like that that will come yeah. back. We were but, like we were like noticing different voice actors. I was mm -hmm. like, oh, that's the chick that plays Daphne now in Scooby Doo. And I looked her up and I was like, oh yeah, sure enough. And you were like, that's the chick that plays Angelica in yeah. Rugrats. You don't realize as a kid that like these are just the same voices over and over again. And then, Even just that one episode of Foster's. Yeah. She played she was, like nine different characters. Yeah, and her voice she's like is exactly Nick the same. <laughs> she's like Nick Kroll in, uh, in what's it called? Big, big Mouth. Big Mouth. I was a big smile. Um, <laughs> which is how I feel when I see Nick Kroll. Um, I get a big smile on my face. Nick Kroll, who's going to be in. Um, what is that movie? He's going to be in uh, Don't Worry, Darling. And I was like, what the hell? Why is he going to be in that? Um, Olivia Wilde's next, uh, next boy she's going to poach. Oh my god. But So speaking of voice actors. Yes. I think that's a good transition. You gave me sort of a hint into into your next episode. Yes. So I was inspired by actually a voice acting TikTok um, that I saw recently where the voice actor for um, Bart Simpson came across my TikTok. And she was basically it was like a QA and someone was like, What is what are the most difficult voices that you've ever had to do? And she said one of them was Riley from The Replacements. And The Replacements is one that from the beginning of this, I knew I wanted to do. Like, it was like, I was very set on doing it. Because I remember loving the show. I remember having, it, having an amazing theme song. I remember thinking it was like, like, orphans are not something that, you know, come across in many shows. But there's a caveat it came out in 2006 but i actively watched this show okay i think that just because you were stupid um and you were too old for that i never watched this show once Ugh. i mean do it it's your pick i'm not gonna stop you but i don't no, I, don't I don't even know what you're talking about hold on i'm gonna pull it up because i had a feeling you might say that how do i oh no um like, never heard of it at all. 
So basically the premise is these two children are orphans. Ooh, I guess I remember, see, like, the ads. Yeah, these two children are orphans, and they see, like, an ad on the TV where they can get replacement parents. So we're doing two orphan so things get, in a row. Well, so then when you did Foster Homes, I was like, I feel like this is actually a, a great pick to go alongside. Two right. very different forms you of said it's on Disney Plus? Um, Orphanism? It is, is that a word? No, I... Sorry. Um, but yeah, it is on Disney Plus, and... I just remember really loving the show. I, I can't remember why. Like, I was absolutely too old for it. But I think something about it just must have felt older to me. I, I also vividly remember it being on, like, the Cartoon Network, so I was very shocked when it was a Disney show. For some reason, I don't remember Disney shows being on, um, or, sorry, I don't remember Disney having cartoons, like, at all. But I think that's just because primarily on Disney, I was watching live action stuff like Hannah Montana and, um... Wizards of Waverly Place and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I don't know why I feel such a need to revisit this uh, show, but I do, and and I'm very excited. Well, um, sure, I'm I'm happy that you're happy. I'm looking forward to a delicious snack because I've never yeah. seen this show before. I'll have to I'll have to do some research as to what our snack will be. And um, I want to give you a hint because I've already figured out my next. Oh. And it also has to do with, with orphans? activity <laughs> oh. inside of this bag. Not only what did I that? get this is the bag from the the uh, okay. AMVA or AMAV or whatever. Is it from there? A V A M. Yes. So not only did I get one thing for this show, I wow. got two, and I stuck them both by you. So you'll do the replacements next week, and then I have another. I think I saw one of them. What is it? Like while you were holding it. What was it? I remember. Is it Cartoon Network related? No. Hmm. I, it's really I remember not. seeing something and being like, "Hey, I saw it," but I don't remember. I don't think you're at all on the right track. Mm. Um, and my next episode will be another activity with juice boxes. All right. Yeah, that's what's coming up. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for tuning in. We love doing this. I think. Um, I can speak for both Patrick and I when I say we are thoroughly enjoying revisiting our childhood with you, and um, I'm excited to record the next episode. Um, you know, you can listen to the Vince Vonathon. Yep. We got a double feature us. episode coming up this week, uh, tomorrow. By the time you're listening to yep. this, it'll be coming out tomorrow. We're recording it right after this. Yeah, that's a little how the sausage gets made. Um, you guys know that. Uh, you can find me anywhere you find people online at Patrick J. Regal. You can find me online at Letterboxd at Taylor Malone. You can find me on Twitter at Mailer Talone. You can find the show at Y2KidsPod everywhere. You can also um, send us an email, Y2KidsPod at gmail.com. Let us know um, your thoughts on the show, your thoughts on what shows we should talk about, uh, some uh, snack ideas perhaps, anything like that. I'll read them because Taylor doesn't read the emails, and I will steal your idea and make it my own. Gaslight Gay Cube Girl Boss. <laughs> <laughs> See you guys next week. See you then.